And we are live from New York City, 500 feet above the streets of Manhattan, overlooking, uh, oh, look, we got a little Midtown action in the Empire State Building, if you know your buildings in the distance. Yo, 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 Rachel, what's going on? Glassbox Studios, that's right. I had to uh, come into New York to check on the apartment, get my bills. Uh, what else? Pick up a package from Parts. Uh, get my my tire fixed for my bicycle, and uh, and here I am, man. Yeah, but I figured I would do a quick um, live stream before heading back to uh, the ocean. Also on the Instagram, what's going on, Instagram? How are you? Welcome to the Glass Box Studio. But because like Instagram does this, this is all they get on Instagram. They don't see all this. You don't even see the view, Instagram. You need to do cameo. Uh, as in what? Word up. <laughs> that is such a hack joke, but you know who would have enjoyed that? Vic Henley. You need to do cameo. So I did word up. I mean, come on. It doesn't get any funnier than that. Oh, yeah. I am so fucking hot. It is so hot in this apartment and I got all the AC on. But that sun just beats down on this apartment all day long. And, uh, oh, God, will you stop it? Should we just block this guy? I don't know. I don't know, S. Nunez, because I want to get a helicopter. I want to get a yacht. Why is a multimillionaire in a million-dollar apartment asking for donations? Where? Just because you asked that and I put you on the big screen, I'll probably make an extra $100. Oh, will that get you going? The answer is because it's America. How's Russia, by the way? And uh, I want to buy maybe my fourth apartment. Oops. I mean, my th oops, my fourth apartment. And I, and, and I want to buy a yacht someday. I hope that answers your question, you loser. See, look at that. I've just made $20 because you were pitching. <laughs> the answer is because it's America. And, and I, uh, I, I'm not set for life, you idiots. That's the real answer. Uh, Jesus Christ, don't sit in the sun like that. Why? Is it, is it like, is there too many problem areas on my face there, Pat Duffy? Is there too many problem areas? By the way, some asshole, some asshole troll. Uh basically said that Pat Duffy's talking about me behind my back. And I didn't believe it for a second, but you want to guess what camp that's coming from, Pat Duffy? Seems like anyone I get close to, somebody tries to knock them down. I try to knock down the relationship I got with some of the people. There you go. Benjamin Tucker gave $20. Thank you, Benjamin Tucker. I really, really appreciate it. Benjamin Tucker flies helicopters. He's from uh, New Jersey, and uh, I think we're going to do, do a podcast from a helicopter soon. I think we're going to do that. I would like to do that, as long as we don't do it from a, a hot air balloon. Oh, my God, I am sweating so bad. Your hair is thinning. Uh, my First of all, my hair is not thinning, and if it is, who gives a fuck? Um, it's not thinning, and I only wear hats when... Uh, I do live streams because the hair is a little on the wild side, but um, my hair is not thin. I mean, maybe a little bit, I guess, but honestly, I don't care, and the people around me don't care, so why the hell would you care? Oh, my God, my face is just sweat. It's like I'm in a sauna. 
Uh, Opie has money, and I'm jealous. I I used to have money. I mean, I haven't really made money in four years. Why are we talking about my money? Who cares? Oh, my God. Aaron Lewis from Stained, S-T-A-I-N-D, just gave me $5. And, and, and he said, put this towards your yacht, Ope. I'll tell you right now, if I uh, if I have one more damn good run and I'm able to buy a yacht, you're all invited, and we are going to go up and down the Hudson River. Because why wait for Matt from uh, the Smoking Tire to uh, bring me up and down the Hudson River when I could get my own damn yacht. Where's Doggy? No, it was a solo trip. So I live in a neighborhood that um, we don't get mail. Yeah, I, I and I love it that way. I mean, what is Rachel saying? I think Aaron Lewis probably needs that $5 more than you do. Oh, poor Aaron Lewis. He tried to make a go of it with country. He's got... Country music. He's got a great, great uh, singing voice. Oh, my God. That Aaron Lewis is amazing. I love Stained to this day. Hootie and the Blowfish, uh, Jennifer is saying, would have uh, given you at least $20. That's right. So, yeah, once a, I don't get mail where I live. And once a month, I come to the city to check on the apartment because uh, we're pretty much out east for the summer. And I live in such a tiny little town. We don't have mail. So I can't get any mail forwarded, which is okay because it's good to check out. You see my face is just literally melting in front of you. And this is my Krispy Kreme hat from um, good old Carl Ruiz. We stopped into a Krispy Kreme on the way to see Brother Weeze in Rochester. The first trip to Rochester where I knew Carl would love, love, love Brother Weeze. I knew those guys would hate it off. And uh, we took a road trip, stopped at a Krispy Kreme. Carl got one of these hats for himself, and he got me one. He put two on the counter, and I go, I ain't wearing that hat, Carl. And uh, honestly, it's become one of my favorite fucking hats. So, um, yeah, so I don't get mail in my uh, my little town. So I come to the city to pick up the bills, check on the apartment, flush the to toilets, uh, hope that uh, all we have is silverfish wandering around the bathrooms and, and no uh, cockroaches or mice or rats. Check on that. But I, uh, like I said, I flush all the turlets. My grandma used to say turlet. I run the showers. Like I said, water the plants, get my bills, and get the hell out of here. So I left this morning. No, I mean, it would have been better if I did leave this morning. I left around 11, I think, 11 a.m. You know, just when the sun is uh, really, really hot and it's already 92 to 95 degrees. And uh, if you've been following the live streams, I have a lot of things to fix. Another reason why I'm asking for uh, donations, if that guy is wondering, the list of things I got to fix is getting uh, larger by the day. But um, one of the things I got to fix is uh, the AC in my in my truck. We haven't had AC. The AC went out last uh, fall, just at the end of summer when you don't really need AC anymore. So I went, ah. We'll deal with it in the summertime when it gets hot again. Well, the kid hasn't dealt with it. Um, so I jumped in my car at 11 a.m. It was already 90, to 90, what was it in the car? Oh, my God. It was 95 degrees in my car, and it was a lot cooler at the shore. Started driving down the Long Island Expressway. The outside temperature, because of the heat of the road, was well over 100 degrees. Sweating my balls off, windows wide open, trying to get some air. Opie's lying. What am I lying about? This is my life. Long story short, uh, 
it was an absolutely brutal ride to New York. I really felt like I was going to uh, have heat stroke. Um, I couldn't get the car cooled down to uh, uh, less than 90. I think I got it to 92 degrees inside the car. And, you know, I was stuck in uh, bumper-to-bumper traffic through Queens for the locals out there. So I, I wanted, you know, I wanted to check my phone, maybe check some numbers, uh, definitely text my uh, my wife and kids. My phone went off not once, once, but twice. My phone overheated. That's how hot it was in the goddamn car. Only vehicle with AC I own is my wife's car. My two shit boxes are windows down all summer. Holy shit, you're a fucking animal, Pat Duffy. Are you serious? I could usually handle this pretty good because I was a caddy. And uh, we would walk those uh, golf courses, and uh, they would water, obviously, the fairways and stuff, and then it would be 90 to 100 degrees, and then you would see the steam coming off the fairways, and it was like you were walking through a sauna as you were caddying. So I could kind of handle, um, handle the heat, but, uh, ooh, this was fucking brutal. And then I got into the house, and I turned on all the AC, and uh, I can't cool down this damn apartment, so... I honestly think my computer is overheating. It is really, really hot in this corner. And what sucks is I could have probably found a nice, um, you know, cool area of the apartment with some AC. But I figured I got to give the people the view from the glass box studio. So so here I am. I also ran to get parts to pick up a package from Vinny Castiglione. You guys might know Vinny Castiglione. He's one of our regulars. Uh, he's part of the private Facebook group. You can click become a supporter on my regular Facebook group, uh, regular Facebook page. Sorry, as I get heat stroke in front of you <laughs> and join a really nice group of people. But Vinny Castiglione is one of them. And he's like, hey, Ope, I want to send you some coffee because he knows I'm a big coffee drinker. And I'm like, I ain't giving you my address, Vinny Castiglione. I'm very, very sorry about that. But I can't do that. So then I called up Matt. So now Matt is basically um, uh, receiving packages uh, uh, for me. And uh, damn guy gave me the keys today because Matt's not around. And so I uh, I got the keys from his uh, lockbox. And all of a sudden, I'm just wandering around and get parts by myself. And uh, Matt, good old Matt left all my packages up on, um, up on the bar. There was a few packages in there. A few other people sent me some shit. But... Uh, Big thank you to Vinny Castiglione. I got I to gotta open it up and see what she sent me. So thank you very, very much. It was really weird to be in Get Parts uh, all by my, myself. Really, really strange. And then uh, Matt said, have a beer if you, if you want. But uh, it felt like there were ghosts in there. <laughs> I, I was scared. I wanted out of there, man. Same place. You turn on the lights. You turn on the music. You got a couple uh, cold beers in front of you. And then the place is amazing. But... You take all those things away and you're in there by yourself. I feel ghosts at Gephardt's. Carl was there. Oh, my God, Gary. Gary Krasinski, one of the regs. Uh, Carl was there. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Can you imagine I walk in there and next thing you know, he, he comes out of the bathroom and he's like, what's up, cuz? What would I do? I always thought of that. Like, what if someone that um, left us, right? All of a sudden, what if they appeared out of nowhere? How long would it take before you're bickering with that guy? <laughs> and then the guy's like, yo, cuz, I came back from the from the beyond, man. I came back from another dimension just to say hi. And, and, we're, and we're having a, a little bit of a, a, a fight here? What the fuck, man? 
Places that are supposed to be full of people are very creepy when they're not. I worked nights at a school years ago, and it was really eerie. They're there with no one in it. Yeah, man. You ever break into an old school? You'd shit your pants, and he'd make fun of you. Goddamn, this is Pat Duffy's live stream, I got to tell you. When he's not talking behind my back, he does a damn good job on the live streams. Someone's starting, uh, trying to start some shit there, Pat. I don't know how real it is. I, I know you're not talking shit behind my back, but I wonder how real this bullshit comment was that this guy uh, uh, brought to my attention from someone we know very, very well. Why am I doing this with my head? I don't know. I broke into my old grammar school, so... <laughs> The comments are just amazing. As you guys know by now, I've been cutting up a lot of clips from the live streams, and, and a bunch of you guys are becoming little stars because uh, you see your names on the on the clips. So I'm watching a lot more of these back. I really, over the years, I've never really watched myself or listened to myself. And then I'm like, oh, my God, they're having their own show in the comments. And then I sit there, and I'm just laughing my ass off. And it is totally different than what I'm doing. Um but when I lived out there on Long Island, the, the grammar school I went to, we kind of lived pretty close to it. And um, Opie Psychot, Dave, do I have to block you? Dave, Dave, let's let's try to work this out right now. Do I have to block you? And who's pushing that stupid agenda that I might be fucking mentally ill or psychotic? It's all garbage. Why would you buy into that? Do I have to block you or are we going to work this out? Are we going to work this out there, Dave? What do you think? It's up to you. So this grammar school, they, they shut down for, uh, I don't know, man. I feel like it, they shut down for like 10 years. Because it was close to my house, we would go there and play in the fields. We would, we would hit golf balls. We would play handball. We would hit the tennis ball against the giant wall outside, play a little basketball. It was our little playground. And for 10 years, that school was totally shut down. So we we're at the, the school one day and um, we noticed that uh, somebody pulled like the plywood and, and there was an opening. We went into my old fucking grammar school, me and my brothers. I think it was my brothers. This is, this is many years ago at this point. And we went up and down the halls and the hallways, they had big, huge bubbles. I don't know how that happens, but giant bubbles where you used to walk. So you had to walk around these things. Uh, I guess there was some moisture that got into the into the floorboards or whatever, but it wasn't a little bit. It was like a, a foot to two feet off the ground. Then we went into the gym, and the ceiling was coming in. Then we went into the cafeteria. The ceiling was coming in, and there were birds in my old cafeteria. But the coolest part, we went into all the classrooms, and everything was on the on the boards in the classrooms. Like they put them up, I don't know, a week ago. But some of the stuff, some of the drawings from the kids and their writings and all that crap and everything else uh, was stuff that was that was put up on, on on those classroom walls like 10 plus years ago. And man, did that creep me out. Man, I'm looking at things that people made at least 10 years ago. And these, these people are now, in, you know, have graduated college. And it was just like a, a moment in time that was frozen, frozen in place. And uh, it was really, really cool. And really, really creepy. And that brings me to uh, Oculus. Holy shit, I didn't think I was going to talk about this, but um, I'm a big fan of the Oculus. Wow, it's hot. It is fucking hot. I was going to try to 
make it to the sunset, but I don't know if I could do that. Uh, but I'm a big fan of the Oculus, and uh, I'm, I'm a really, really big fan of the Trip app. It's T-R-I-P-P. Dr. Steve turned me on to it. It's a, it, it's a meditation app. It's a relaxation app. It's a, uh, it's a trippy app. I was telling my wife the other day, can you imagine being on an edible and putting on that Oculus and checking out the Trip app? Oh, my God. But I really, really like it. Uh, Steve gave me a, a free uh, a free sub for it to to check it out, and he goes, "You don't even have to talk about it, man. I just want to, you know, return the favor because you've done so much for me in my in my career over the years." I'm like, "Come on, Steve. We helped each other out. We're friends." I love the trip app, T R I P P. But the other thing I want to say, I also I also check out a lot of the uh, virtual reality uh, videos, and they got one. It's of uh, Chernobyl. And you put that Oculus on, you really feel like you're you're there. And uh, it's this guy. He went back to his town. You know, he had a fled. Uh, when did Chernobyl even happen? Well, over twenty years ago, right? At this point, he fled uh, just one day. He's living his life in this apartment, going to the school, and I think um, a swim club. And next thing you know, they all had to flee for their lives, basically, and they never went back. So twenty years later, this guy goes back, and he starts. Uh, showing you around like his old apartment complex and his school and this, uh, I think it was a swim club. Yeah, it had to be, uh, obviously no water there. And, uh, same type of thing, man. It was like, it was like a, a moment of time, just frozen, frozen in time. And it, and it, same type of thing where these apartments had everyone's stuff. They couldn't take their stuff. So it's just been sitting there for a couple decades now, just, uh, rotting away. And, uh, he takes you to his school and uh, other places, and it's really, really creepy. And uh, Chernobyl's fascinating to you, Jill? Yeah, Chernobyl is really fascinating. Um, they basically said people are, are not going to be able to live there for – where's my big brains at? at? I think I want to say at least a thousand – at least a thousand years. At least a thousand years, and then they feel like people could – go back and start living in that area again. Uh, the one thing they said was that, oh my God, my throat is so dry. Look at the sweat. They said that uh, wild dogs uh, uh, roam free. And then I'm thinking, when I when I put on this, uh, this VR video with the Oculus, I was thinking to myself, well, if, if the trees are growing nice and the plants are growing nice and these dogs are running around all nice, why can't people live there? <laughs> <laughs> they also do tours because people are so fascinated with it. And they have figured out that you could go there for maybe a day or a few hours. Um, and then you obviously got to get, got to get out of there, but the urban explorers, it's big, big business. And you know, the people that are sort of still in that area, cause people still uh, work at the reactor site. Um, they could certainly use the uh, the money coming into that area, and people are like all about it. They're like, "Fuck yeah, we'll go to Chernobyl or the uh, outlying towns and check things out." Uh, Benjamin Tucker to have Anthony fix your AC. Oh God, I'd rather die of heat stroke. Yeah, so people go there and they they do that urban exploring in uh, the Chernobyl area, and I think one of the places you go to is the um, is an old amusement park. Imagine that. That brings back memories of. Um, of a game I used to play as a, not a kid. I'd like to say a kid. Jesus, I was probably in my 30s. Oh, as a kid. Uh, Silent Hill. 
And I think one of the one of the Silent Hill games, you know, you had to get some missions done in the um, in like an old amusement park, and man, was it creepy. Silent Hill was a creepy video game. I think they were ahead of their time with their graphics too. I really do. I remember at the time, nothing really felt as as cool as uh, the graphics in um, Silent Hill. All right, let me talk about Manscaped for a second here. Are you ready to unveil your beach bod? You're in luck. Our friends at Manscaped just launched their fourth generation performance package, which includes the Lawnmower 4.0. That's right. You heard that right. The 4.0. Complement your summer bod with a trim from the leaders in male grooming. The sun, it's shining and calling your name, fellas. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. All you have to do is go to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping by using the promo code OPOPIE. It's time to bundle up with the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. Inside this package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, the Crop Preserve Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. I shaved down everything with this razor. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. Thanks to their advanced skin safe technology, the Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor. A new multi function on and off switch can engage a travel lock and gives you the ability to turn the 4,000K LED spotlight on. And off when needed for a more precise shave. Basically, it lights up your balls as you're shaving. How smart is that? No nicks here, my friends. All right, get 20% off plus free shipping with the code OPIE, O-P-I-E at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code OPIE, O-P-I-E at manscaped.com. Escape the shrubs and the weeds this summer and shine with Manscaped. Oh, yeah. I'm going to turn off Instagram. If you want to continue checking out my live stream, go over to my Facebook page, uh, OP Radio Fans. I'm shutting off Instagram, but thank you, Instagram. I'm going to be doing more with you guys, so thank you very much. <laughs> See, this is what I mean. Chernobyl ain't dangerous. Try walking around Chicago. There you go. Casey and NorCal. I like, wow, somebody just wrote me. Oh. <laughs> it's so weird. I, I just don't know who watches these things. So my phone uh, just went off, as you might have heard in the distance. My father-in-law just writes, you shut me off, bitch. <laughs> he was checking me out on the Instagram. Oh, I like that. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, clickbait title is Pat Duffy a traitor. Listen to find out. I like that, Pat. Oh my God! Hold on, another text. Oh, geez. All right, my my follow is helping me out. River Monster Jeremy Wade did a show on Chernobyl. It was awesome. Oh God, I gotta check that out. Nice. Who's your favorite radio personality of all time? Wheeze, Phil Hendry, Bob and Bob and Tom. No, I barely heard Bob and Tom. Uh, I got to acknowledge that we that they were incredibly successful, but I barely heard Bob and Tom over the years. I think every once in a while I would hear them on a CD. 
there was a time I was kind of a radio geek and I would collect um, CDs of like radio shows from across America. And I think I got a few Bob and Tom CDs. Um, it's in a box in storage, but uh, never, never really heard Bob and Tom a lot. The greatest uh, radio personality of all time for me truly is Brother Weeze. Yes. For the simple fact that the guy um, was as real on air as off. There was no fucking difference between the two. And that is really, really hard to pull off. I, I strive to do that to this day. And I definitely um, have a pumped up personality when I turn on a live stream or turn on a radio mic. Phil Hendry is ridiculously talented. I, as, as far as the most talented go, I think you got to go in different categories. Because uh, Phil Hendry's talent, him and the Grease Man's talent, uh, being able to tell stories and do voices were just fucking ridiculous. And I'm jealous of those two guys. And it's funny because Phil Hendry every once in a while will retweet or like one of my tweets. And it makes my day every time. Oh, no. Oh, damn it. That was a bit girly, wasn't it? It was. I'll admit it. Holy shit. I think I've lost seven pounds just sitting here. Is that possible? I think I could. I think you can lose five to seven pounds water weight sitting in this hot sun. Um but Phil Hendry's uh, storytelling and his voices and uh, when, it, when it came out that he was doing all the voices on the show, fucking amazing. He would take like phone calls from people that were complaining about his show. And it turns out that was him as well. And he was talking to himself. That's a special talent, man. But as far as like running a radio show and just a radio personality, uh, I give it to Brother Weiss, hands down. What about Howard Stern? It's not as good as he thinks he is. He's the only guy that had to have a giant staff around him, a giant staff. And now I'm hearing that he's taking uh, the summers off. How does that feel, SiriusXM subscribers? You're paying for one show, and the guy now takes the whole summer off, and now I guess he's painting. And someone goes, hey, uh, Ope, you got to check out Howard's latest painting. And the guy sent me the tweet, I guess. And uh, I clicked on it because I was curious, you know. And I saw Howard Stern's tweet for uh, a millisecond, and then it went away. And then I went, oh, that's right. He blocked me all those years ago. <laughs> Howard Stern blocked me. <laughs> Look, I block a lot of people. I get it. But I'd be a hypocrite. But it makes me laugh. You know, it really makes me laugh to know that uh, Howard Stern blocked me. <laughs> but... So then someone sent me a, a, a screen grab of his painting and everyone's beating the shit out of Howard Stern for his painting. And this is where I, conf I confuse people because you got to be all in or all out in this society of ours. So if you don't like Howard Stern, I hate Howard Stern. I think he's a dick. He did a lot, a lot of shitty things to me personally and to the Opie and Anthony show in general over the years. With that said, his painting was really good. So both those things could be true. He could be the biggest fucking dick, but his painting was really, really good. Guys, I am so hot. And I'm also overheating. What's your favorite driving song? Give us a call on your home of rock and roll. I know that came out of nowhere, but I was listening to Brother Weeze today, right? I listen to him every morning through the iHeartRadio app. The, the good people at iHeart, they've been very, very good to me. 
with the Opie Radio podcast. I get a lot of clicks through the iHeart uh, Radio app. So thank you to iHeart. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I also get, uh, lately, I've been getting a lot of uh, clicks off the Spotify app as well. Um, but I was listening to, uh, listening to Brother Weeze this morning, sounding great as ever. He's in his fucking 70s, and he still really gives a shit about his show. Works hard every single day. And he was doing uh, some billboard list. You know, when, they, when these lists come out, it's just like a talking, an excuse to just have a conversation. And I guess they listed the... Um, the top driving songs of all time. And the list just sucked. They had like Tracy Chapman. Uh, what's her song? Drive? What's the name of that? No, Fast Car, right? Fast Car. Yeah, Fast Car. And I'm like, that's not a driving song. Driving songs are songs that make you go really fucking fast. Right? Really fast. You throw some Almond Brothers on or Metallica or... Uh, Life is a highway. That song sucks. What? Fast car? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Metallica fuel. You're getting, you're absolutely getting a speeding ticket if you put Metallica uh, fuel on. Oh, this got you guys. uh, Oh, my God. Now I can't keep up. I can't drive 55 by the Sammy Hagar. Hell, yeah. Yeah, Metallica's fuel, man. You're talking a speeding ticket. Magic Carpet Ride, I Can't Drive 55, Moon River, Slayer, holy shit, uh, Bush Machine Head, wow, yeah, Rearview Mirror by Pearl Jam, very, very good. See, we're already building a better list than this dumb billboard list, and I'm not even going to give you the top 10 because it wasn't worth it. My wife got a ticket for doing 100 to Radar Love. Oh, my God, Radar Love could be, oh, come on, I want to put you on the big screen. Did I get you? I don't know if I got you. I got you. God, I can't click on the comments and get you on the big board today because this lap. Oh, my God. This thing is really hot. Yeah. uh, Radar Love by. uh, I forgot who did Radar Love. Radar Love. Who did Radar Love? Shit. Welcome to the Jungle is another good one. Highway Star by Deep Purple. Who did Radar Love? This is driving me nuts. Canadian band, right? Um. Golden Earring. I got it on my own. I swear. There it is. And, and Will got it too, right behind me. I swear I got that on my own, but barely. Golden Earring, uh, Radar Love, could be the greatest driving song of all time. Absolutely. What about Tom Petty running down a dream? This guy says, Miss your brother, man. When is your next big thing? God, I don't know. I don't know, man. I really don't know. Um, I'm going to, you know, as you can see, I finally pumped up the video. So the video is going to be a lot better. Uh, I got to start bringing guests back on this thing. Um, my podcast is doing well, but I really, really want to move into the live streaming world and really do this uh, way more professionally. Cause I just love the feel of live every day. Um, I'll pump up the audio soon. I'm, I'm looking at some mics that make sense for live streaming. But I don't know, man. I don't know what my next be- uh, next big thing is. Because like I said very, very recently, you know, the two guys I wanted to do it with uh, died on me. And I just don't um, – I don't see anyone else um, I want to, like, uh, do it on a regular basis with. Although, like, Pat Duffy crushes it every time he's on my podcast and uh, Judd Jones – and Matt Farah, I mean, I got a really, really good crew around me. But as far as, like, 
really settling in with, um, you know, a couple other guys. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I'm not even close to over the, over the fact that uh, my number one and my number two died on me within six months. I'm trying to get over it. I have very, I'm not going to lie to you. I'll tell you guys this. I have really, really tough days because of Carl and Vic. And just when I think I'm over it, then something hits me, and then I'm fucking, I, I wouldn't say I'm a mess. I just get really, I, get, I just get really, really bummed out. Sorry for your loss. No, I'm not, I'm not doing a pity party. It just came up. Because we all deal with this horse shit, this death horse shit. But it's so weird when um, someone close to you dies, you think you're the only one it ha has happened to. Isn't that a weird feeling? And you're like, oh, right, we all deal with it. That's right. By the way, the government is admitting that there's aliens and people just don't give a shit. How fucking crazy are we as a society? We'd rather argue about politics all day long. And then the government basically comes out and goes, yeah, man, most of these UFO sightings, we have no explanation. And then they said that they need, we need to up our technology. And then maybe we could at least start explaining it because they're seeing shit with these UFOs that are just boggling their mind and really, really freaking them out. And there was this giant report that came out and it was trending for like maybe 30 minutes and then everyone right went right back to their fucking politics. We're like idiots, UFOs. We all could get on the same page finally, UFOs. Ah, UFOs. Ah. Who cares it's 110 in Portland? Ah, I want to talk about politics. Ah. Aliens, where's this? Uh, oh, aliens have been here. They are walking around New York City. Nice. We call them farmers, but you call them aliens. They're Wayne Wright. Look at Wayne Wright. I was having a deep conversation about this with my son. He believes, like me, that there's life all over the goddamn universe. And uh, I, I don't know if we'll ever make contact in our lifetime or the next few generations because they are really, really far away. I truly believe that there are people living kind of similar, similar to us, kind of similar to us somewhere way the fuck out there. Yes, I believe that with all my heart. And if aliens can make it to earth, we have nothing to offer them. So they're like, move on to the next planet. Those dummies are 10,000 years behind us. That's why they haven't made contact with us. We have nothing for them if they're exploring uh, the goddamn universe. You want to be freaked out about time today? Some people, when you work on your spirituality, they say that you're living in eternity right the fuck now. That's right. I'm not on edibles. I didn't drink beers. The heat stroke thing might be affecting me, so I'll end with this. There is no time. Humans made up time. The universe doesn't look at it as time. And then just think about what our time is, okay? So our time is Earth goes around the sun and one rotation, right? We go around the sun, right? Yeah, we go around the sun. One rotation, 
is a year of time for us stupid human beings living on Earth, right? So now, imagine you're in a distant planet and uh, your time would be very, very different because your little planet, whatever it's uh, rotating around, right? You might be on one of these planets where it only rotates around the sun every fucking hundred of uh, Earth years. So to you, your time would be very, very different than ours. And they'd probably look at Earth like, look at those idiots. They think time is their stupid little planet going around the sun one year, two years, three years. That's just how we look at it. Universe don't look at it like that. And if there's uh, life on any other planets out there in the universe, their time would be very, very different than ours. Sleep on that, okay? Uh, if you guys gave me a few bucks, I really, really appreciate it. Uh, honestly, to answer that guy's uh, question, it keeps me motivated to turn these things on. The first thing I'll do, I, I, I'm like anybody. I will quickly look to see how much money I made, and it'll make me a little excited. And then it makes me go, oh, man, I should turn that on again. So that's, that's uh, the answer right there. Uh, but if you gave me a few bucks on the YouTube or the Facebook, I'd great, greatly, greatly appreciate it. Um, I need to take an ice uh, cold shower and jump back in my car with no AC. And even though the sun is going down, um, it'll be well over 90 degrees in my car because I don't have the AC. Guys, thank you very, very much. It was kind of cool to be in the city. Uh, I'll give you one more look at the, uh, the sun. Have a good night. And, uh, you know, hey, and I, hey, hey, and I, hey. And I, and I love you, and I, and I miss you, and there's your moment of zen from the Glass Box Studio. Boo 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 bo